stop, stop, stop. I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live one too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theatre. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit. Stop it now. I'm leaving. Welcome back. We are breaking up with RBS. This is episode number 53, and I am Tony Santabria. I'm JDK Winnikin here once again to debunk whatever junk came up this week mm-hmm. or has been piling up in our lives. <laughs> Did you have a lot of junk? Um, no, no more so than usual. <laughs> <laughs> the same old regular junk? Um, it comes from it comes from interesting places these days. I notice it from from different quarters than I used to. I think maybe because I was focused on the big areas for a long time and it's it can pop up just about anywhere. Yeah. So okay. and I I've I'm learning to not worry so much about that because right? mm-hmm. we all have it. We all make up those stories about things that are going on in life or mm-hmm. and they can sneak up, you know, like suddenly I can be like wandering off in my mind and catch myself. Ooh, I've been in that space for five minutes mm-hmm. wondering how this is going to turn out or envisioning things or having a conversation with somebody that mm-hmm. is only in my head. It's like the weeds that I pull. Yes. Daily mm-hmm. at my house. Okay. In the rocks, in the flower beds, I pull them. A week later, what do I notice? They're back. Another one. <laughs> <laughs> in a different spot. Right. They get cleaned up, you know, for a hot second. Yeah. And then I notice another one. That's kind of what we're yeah. talking about. Yeah. And so, therefore, that's <clears throat> why you have to regularly weed. So, I'm always talking about weeding and people are sick of it. But I actually really like it. Yeah. You've said that before. You like to weed it. Yeah. There's something about the intentionality of it or you know you're cleaning things up. Yeah, cleaning things up, but also like there's not a, a whole lot of complicated problems out there. No. <laughs> when I'm no. pulling the weeds. No, and it's like if you don't pull the weeds, you know what's going to happen. Right. And if you pull the weeds, you know what'll happen. Yeah, so it's you know, it's pretty basic. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's kind of therapeutic. I don't have to think about a whole lot of things. Yeah. I not, like that. Not making up a whole lot of stories about my weeding situation mm-hmm. when I'm weeding, just kind of Mm-hmm. you know, pulling this one and then pulling the next one. Well, we brush our teeth every night because we know what will happen if we don't, you know. Yeah. We shower, we keep ourselves clean. We, I don't think about you know. it too much. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. yeah. Yeah. So in this sense, right? Yeah. Breaking up with BS is like that. It's a regular process. Totally. So those things pop up. We don't have to think about them too much. We just notice they're there and we decide, oh, is this a conditioned response that I want to keep? Or, can, you know, is this a... A way of thinking that is, you know, serving me now or just condition my conditioned past. Mm-hmm. Can I choose something different? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then away we go. We don't have to like, why is this weed still here? Right. What is wrong with me that this weed keeps popping up? What have I not done to the soil? <laughs> All of the things to beat ourselves up about why this thing keeps popping yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, what's interesting is in those moments of recognizing when we have that choice, I don't know. For me, what ends up happening is usually the energy around that just kind of diffuses just from even asking the question, mm-hmm. recognizing that it's, you know, that I'm at, there's a BS story that's trying to take hold. Ah, okay. Because mm-hmm. if you don't feed it, it dies. Yeah. Like weeds. Except no, they, they continue. They're pretty hardy. They are hardy. Right? Yeah. So it's, it's the, so that's kind of the stories too is like, They've been there for so long, mm-hmm. they still can come back mm-hmm. even though we're not feeding them. That's true. Right? Yeah. But 
But then in the moment of them popping up, in this moment, we can choose, right? Knowing that in the next moment, the next day, the next week, the next month, that same thing could pop up again. Mm-hmm. And then I can choose whatever I want. Correct. Right? It's that awareness as opposed to the goal being like, oh, pretty soon, if I just know this much about it, pretty soon, they'll never even pop up. <laughs> right. No, they still do. It's a natural process. Mm-hmm. We Weeds happen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. So in that sense, you know, BS is like weeds in our head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the thing, you know, when I think that's one of the things when I talk to my clients that they're surprised and shocked by and kind of dismayed and maybe a little sad by is that I think we think that we're going to get to this place of, oh, it's just these stories aren't going to pop up anymore. I'm just, I'm going to be able to get to this place and, and all will be well and life will be easy peasy. (laughs) And then when I tell them, no, that's not actually where we're going. Yeah, that's a story too. We, we are that these are, this is just what is happening. Mm -hmm. So when we're engaged with what is happening and not making a problem out of it, then we can see it more clearly for Mm -hmm. what it, for what it is and then make a choice. Mm -hmm. So, but that consistent practice, that choice, the, the process of making the choice becomes easier. Mm-hmm. Not that those stories don't pop up anymore. Yeah. So then what comes up next is, oh, there's this need to be patient with ourselves uh, through this. Mm-hmm. If we're going to <laughs> if this try is to reality, make some shifts. Yeah, right, right, right. Because it's not about those stories going away. It's about the response time from a, from a place of presence getting easier to access or becoming smoother, pick however you want to describe it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That process of uh, not adding stress to the system like we talked about yeah. last week. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So patience. Yeah. Patience. Yeah. Cause instead of, cause that is required. Cause if you're, if, if the bubble gets burst that no, you, you, we're not going to get through this in a year and you'll all be good. <laughs> you gotta, right. It's practice. It's like yeah. pulling weeds, brushing your teeth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As long as I have a yard, I'm going to be pulling weeds for the Mm -hmm. rest of my days. Mm -hmm. As long as I want to live in presence, I'm going to have to notice for the rest of my days. Yeah. It's not just going to magically happen Mm -hmm. that I, we, any of us are just present without having to be aware. (laughs) (laughs) Or there, and somehow that making problems become less Mm -hmm. or fewer and farther between. Not true. Yeah. Right. So there's, there's just a sense of clarity. Yeah. That then makes things simpler. Yeah. Right. So I can reduce the stress response just by itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So patience. Yeah. That's a big one. So they hit that. Where do you go? Mm-hmm. Well, well, we just kind of sit with that for a minute. <laughs> What does it mean so, to you to be patient? <laughs> Sometimes I can get a little chuckle in, you know, because I get to see this like, whoa. How yes, are those feelings landing? <laughs> that happens. <laughs> but no, I mean, I think, you know, humor is important too through this. Usually. Right? Usually. And um, and when we're a little bit more patient with the process, then we can access humor a little bit more easily also. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, I, I found too that when, <clears throat> when you 
when you find success, more and more success in recognizing those things and the time, like you said, the response time gets shorter. That for me always felt good Mm -hmm. relief. That felt like progress, easier to laugh, you know, Mm -hmm. easier to recognize that, you know, okay, that's that moment. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, when we slow things down and we really start to pay attention and again, what we're conditioned to do is speed things up, fix problems now, and move on. Mm-hmm. And no, not a whole lot of patience <laughs> required in that. <laughs> no, right? not even suggested. Yes, but when we slow things down, because we're actually going to start to notice, and we're actually going to start to pay attention, then we're going to need to be able to access some regulation or some patience, mm-hmm. some ability to be okay right here, right now, without having to, you know, push towards making it different. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so slowing down in and of itself often, you know, shifts the stress response. Boy, that's Happenings true. of yeah. the body. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And, and that by itself sometimes can just help with better problem solving in the long run mm-hmm. rather than rushing for it from that headspace slowing down. At least that's happened for me. Yeah. Well, you know? and, and maybe there's no problem to be solved. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Might be a manufactured problem. Right. 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 So that's the thing, you know, we're so this, this other side of like, okay, no, the, you know, the, the, here's the thing, here's the problem, fix it, you know, move fast, right. Get to the other side. Um, what if we just were more foundationally focused on noticing? Like, 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 let's fully notice and find and, and cultivate awareness before we even suggest moving. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, what if we did that? So there's no push for a problem solving. Yeah. Right? We start with problem solving. We do. Okay, there's a problem here. I better fix it. Uh, there's a, there's a, pro- I, I noticed a problem. Right? Like, I made it up. <laughs> Maybe there really is one. Sometimes there really is one, right? But oftentimes we're so problem focused yeah. that we are, you know, deciding that there's a problem before there mm-hmm. actually might be. Mm-hmm. Recognizing we have some choice whether to make something a problem or not. Right, right. And, yeah. and that's the other thing. Like I think about, talk to a lot of people around productivity at work. Okay, so they've got this long list of things they're going to need to do, right? And we keep adding to the list. Keep adding to the list of all the things that we're supposed to get done at work, right? So then it's a problem if we don't get them all done. Even though we keep adding to the list unawares, not even considering whether or not this is actually even reasonable to get done. Mm -hmm. Just keep adding. I need to get all of these. And because I've listed these as all the problems, I need to get them done now. None of them will work themselves out. (laughs) We're not considering that at all. Right. (laughs) Right. But you know what? I bet you several of them probably will. Uh-huh. Yeah. And there's other, other, there might be other people who can help solve some of the other ones. It, yeah. It might not even be for us to manage. <laughs> right. But yeah. if we're not starting from a place of really getting clear first, mm-hmm. we're just moving forward, moving forward, moving forward. We're adding and we're adding to the stress a bucket like we talk about, but we're also then you know, light speed ahead. Yeah. And that's not patience. No, 
you know, so slowing down and patience, <clears throat> would you say they're the same thing? Well, I, I don't, I don't know. Does I don't matter. They yeah. Matter. I don't, I don't know. I think, I think I, when I think of patience, sometimes I think of trust, mm. right? Sort of just like, oh, okay. That's interesting. Okay. Well, around uncertainty. Yeah. You know, we all want to be certain about all the things. We are, we're uncomfortable with uncertainty. We want to know how things are going to work out. We want to trick ourselves all over the place mm-hmm. just to make ourselves feel better. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, We'd rather do that yeah. than get comfortable with uncertainty, right? right? But on, on some level, you know, trusting ourselves yes. to slow down mm-hmm. in that in the next moment, Whatever shows up will be okay. Yeah. Right. So I think about maybe trust and patience being friends. I like that. Hanging out with each other. I like that. I guess <laughs> I was I was viewing patience more in that moment till you said that as kind of the the deep breathing, sitting with something and recognizing that it's not gonna hurt you. Well, that could be trust too. Yeah. Oh, right. Sure. Right? Trusting, Trusting yourself. our body. Right. Again, our body. body knows what to do. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have to distrust it. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. So that, all those things fitting together. Man, yeah. Because that's really what it takes to pull weeds. Mm-hmm. I've pulled weeds. Yeah. I don't like pulling weeds because my back gets sore and I get bored. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But. You could take some music out there with you. I could. Yes, yeah. I could. And, and honestly, the only times I've weeded has been other people's gardens. So oh. if it was my own, could be different. obviously it would be different. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think if that was something I was choosing that I wanted. So in this case, you know, for me, what I like in my life these days is whatever the equivalent of the garden is in my head. I like to keep it as weed free as I can. Mm-hmm. Cause I like it in there. I like, I like how that feels to have the weeds clear, to be pulling those weeds. Recognizing that I'm giving other things the best possible chance to grow when they're not choked out by weeds. Yeah. Because that's the, that's the flip side, right? It's you're taking the weeds out because yeah, it's good to take them out. Why? Because you want everything else to grow Mm -hmm. rather than the weeds stealing it all away. Absolutely. Stealing the water, stealing the nutrients (laughs) in the soil, stealing Mm -hmm. the sunlight, stealing the space. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I enjoy all that. Mm -hmm. And, um, but like a garden that takes tending to, right? Yes. And we could use the same metaphor or example we for this that we used last week with your football scenario. Oh my God. Right? Okay. Did you have space for anything else when you let that whole what it meant to be a football fan mm-hmm. for your team mm-hmm. run amok? Did I have any space for anything else? Yeah. No. No. Took over. Took over. It was the weeds. Took over. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was the weeds. And it, it would, and it crowded out everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you could probably say that about, you know, there's lots of things that could become. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, any, not that, any kind of thing that we're uberly attached to mm-hmm. and that we let run amok in our heads. Mm-hmm. Whether that is fear-based or not, yep, it can crowd everything else out. Yeah, and then again, the body is in a stressed state, and it's really more of a stressed state. It's really difficult to access patience in a high-stressed state. 
Mm-hmm. Because if we're really highly stressed in the in that the stress response is fight or flight because there's a real reason to be in fight or flight. We don't want patience. Right. <laughs> we want to act. Want to act, right. We want to c- take care of it. But yeah. that's when it's a real threat. Right. We're talking about the stuff that isn't a real threat. We're, 99% the of yeah. the stuff. That's the BS. That we get ourselves worked up about. Your team losing is not a threat. <laughs> <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's easier with baseball. There's 162 games in baseball <laughs> and they play pretty much every day. And so like you can lose one day and be like, oh, I'm mad about it. And then they play the next day. Okay. Football, it's Oof. like once a week. So football, they just need to play more often? Uh, no, I can't handle the stress and they can't handle it. Their bodies wouldn't be able no. to handle it. Well, that's yeah. the thing is you have one week to <laughs> stew on it, right? Or you have one week to get excited about it or one week to thrive off of it. <clears throat> and then you have the anticipation or in my case, the fear of, okay, what's going to what's going to be like this week? It was miserable. It was miserable. It's so much better Sounds now. Like it. Yeah, so much better so now. So much better now. Yeah, and, yeah. and I enjoy both sports so much more now because I'm paying attention to what's going on. I recognize the winner loss has nothing to do with me. <laughs> you know, absolutely nothing I <laughs> Shocker. can do. Shocker. <laughs> and, um, and no matter how I feel about it, if I'm excited or disappointed, I'm not going to be nearly as excited or disappointed as the guys playing it are going to be. You'd think. And what do I want to get out of it? My problem was I was identifying too much with a team's success or failure. When I just appreciated the sport, you know, and the effort they were playing and cheering for them, hoping for them, it became so much more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So I had to stop hating other teams too. That wasn't a, that wasn't a good thing. <laughs> There's a lot of weeds. A lot, a of, lot weeds. of weeds. To Around play. sports kind of a lame garden in the big scheme of things, right? Compared to the rest of life. You know, we're not talking about anything monumental here, you know? So that's the thing. So yeah, that patience. So, so when you have clients who, who realize this, taking us back to the, you know, like I gotta be patient. Uh, how do they meet that a lot? Is it like, yeah, not a quick resolution now I'm bummed out or is there, you know, I don't, you know, I, I, I like to sell it, right? So I, I don't, <laughs> I, I wouldn't I like really, sell shimmy right there. I wouldn't like really try it. to like bum them out with it. <laughs> I'd find some words to kind of get them excited. Sure. Um, but, but yeah, the reality is that we're not going to get to this outcome is sort of like a, you know, it's a, a game changer and, and takes off the pressure because I think a lot of times people are wondering, can I even do this? Sure. Will I be successful? Sure. Right. Like, Am some I of, up to it? Right. Some mm-hmm. of the same, it's part of the same process of those, of those stories that come from the thinking space. And when we, w- when we really get that we're not trying to get anywhere, we don't even have to ask ourselves those questions. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a relief when we really feel that. Yeah. Yeah. And I know when I've asked, when I've talked with people about this too, when I ask them, you know, when in your life have you ever really been patient with something. Almost everybody has an example. Okay. So sure. there you go. You're patient with that. So you do know how to do it. Mm-hmm. You've had success in it before, you know? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Kind of identifying those things. Yeah. I, I get, you know, you definitely want to sell that because at the same time, I never thought about it, but taking the pressure off, but it does. Mm-hmm. Cause then it's just a part of normal things. Like I, that's kind of what I like about it. When we first talked about patients, 
you know, you pay your bills every month, you brush your teeth, you eat quality food, take a shower, go to work. You know, you have to keep doing those every day for those to continue to give you value Mm -hmm. and be a part of your life. This is just another one. Mm-hmm. And kind of a big one that cascades out into all the rest of those, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah. some of those things don't necessarily cascade out the same way, you know, yeah. but that's why, that's why it's so fun to talk about this every week. Yeah. We think about those big things like, okay, what if I get sick and I can't go do the fun thing that I want to be doing on the weekend because mm. I'm sick and, and it's not, I'm not getting better as fast as I really want to, right? We could <sighs> stew and stress about that, or we could find some patience through it. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, not, not get ourselves as worked up as, as we could, you know, I, sometimes after a job interview, right? Like we want to know the outcome immediately. Yeah. We want to know, we, we need to know what's going to happen to our lives. Yeah. Right. And so being able to stay in a patient sort of trusting place of the process, yeah. you know, what's the point of stressing ourselves out extra for the next two weeks till we hear something. I mean, almost to where like we're paralyzed, yeah. we're not even living our life mm-hmm. because we can't, because we're waiting for this news. Yeah, we've added that stress. <clears throat> yeah. So we do it with a lot of different things. That happened to me not too long ago. You know, I was, I was sick <clears throat> a few weeks ago and I had to miss a baseball game mm-hmm. with two friends of mine. We go every year. And I was really disappointed to not be able to go. I also knew... I'm sick. What am I going to do? So what ended up happening was I shared that with him and said, I want to make sure we still do a baseball game. Can we pick another day? You guys go have a great time, but can we pick another day? And what's coming out of that is I'm getting two more ball games because we can't all go together. So I'm going with each one of them. Excellent. Worked out just fine. And I didn't have to stress out about it because what I knew was I wanted to go to a game with them. Mm-hmm. I was disappointed that I couldn't go that day, but what am I going to do? Not gonna, I didn't want to add any stress to my system when I was sick, when it already needed all my energy to just get well, simple mm-hmm. and really good outcome came out of it. Yeah. Two baseball games. And, and you actively made the choice. I did. Right. If you weren't paying attention, mm-hmm. you might have spent 12 to 24 <laughs> hours mm-hmm. really not feeling great, ang- right. angry, upset, frustrated. Mm-hmm. Why me? Or. I could have forced myself to go mm-hmm. and paid the price mm-hmm. because I remember even after the game was over, I'd listened to the game on the radio When the game was over. I said to a friend of mine, I said, it's really good. I didn't go because <laughs> I would have been wrecked mm-hmm. by the end of it and it would have made things worse. Yeah. So it wasn't, the answer wasn't to just push through and the answer wasn't to just put pressure on myself, stress out. Why me? Yeah. Well, it was, no, it was just to accept what was happening and then what could I do? you know, that would be productive, set up a time to go do it another day. Mm -hmm. It sounds so simple, but for me, it was a real accomplishment to be able to do both. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, good about it. Yeah, absolutely. So we, again, we've learned over time to kind of beat ourselves up about things that we don't have control over. Mm -hmm. Right. So paying attention to those conditioned ways of thinking yeah. and making shifts around those yeah. is going to make, is just going to create such a difference yeah. in the health of our overall system. And that's, that's slow. And that's slowing down, taking that deep breath. It's funny. It sounds like such a cliche sometimes take a deep breath and it's not, 
Take a deep breath into your belly. Keep taking them. Slowing down. Yeah, aligning ourselves with our breath, right? I know we talked about this a long time ago. The breath is sort of the bridge into the system. Yeah, right? that ventral vagal system. Yeah. yeah, and so when we, without force, because this is the other thing we do, take a breath. <sighs> Not that breath, <laughs> right? Right. So it we want it we we want an effortless breath. Yeah. We want a Smooth full breath. Flowing. We want an aligned, we want to be aligned and connected with our breath. We want to soften into our breath. We want to slow it down. That's the kind of breath we're looking for if we're going to take a breath. I'm doing that right now. <laughs> right. So no force. Mm. Right. And really treating that breath as a best friend. Right. Yeah. We, we always have the right tool with us through these situations. And that is the breath. We, mm -hmm. we really, most of the time, I would say 100%, have it with us if God, we I have a so. choice to use it. Yes, <laughs> I hope so. If you don't have a breath, something's <clears throat> really problematic. If you don't have a breath, then that's a different situation. Right. If you have a breath, you have it with you always. And working with it using it as a tool that is your best friend, that is the best tool you can use to be able to get into the body, to calm the body, to soften the body, to shift the stress response slow in down. the body. Mm -hmm. to, to get that slowdown. And yeah. it naturally, again, if it's effortless and it's connected, it naturally takes us out of our thinking space of like, ah, the what ifs and the things and the what, mm -hmm. what if and, the, and the, the criticisms and the blames and the, all of the things that we are held hostage by yep. Yep. in that space. Yep. Because the ventral vagal then is clicked on, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of drives out the darkness like a like a light switch does. Yes. And my grandbaby learned to do the light switch. Really? Off, on, off, on. Oh, it's boy. his favorite new thing. I'm sure. Right. So he's learning. We're teaching him really young. Yeah. That that light switch thing, we'll put it, we'll get it into the body as soon as we can. Mm -hmm. Right. But he's learning. <laughs> Off on. Off on. <laughs> and it looks like there's a poltergeist from outside your house because the lights keep turning on and off. Yes. It's, it's, it's super fun, but it's like, oh. Yeah. 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 We, the, yeah. And once you do it, you want to do it more because uh -huh. you notice the difference. Yeah. It's a really good, really good analogy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Your grandbaby knows all. I like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. Anyway. It's a, it's simpler than than we think. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So. Mm -hmm. yes. All right. Well, that's great. So, thanks to all of you for listening to another episode of Breaking Up with Our BS. Hopefully, you got some ideas on how to better cultivate patience, and it's something that we talk about quite a bit. You can check us out uh, at our Facebook page, or Breaking Up with Our BS. Also, our YouTube channel of the same name. You can get this or any other episode of this show wherever you get your podcasts. You can also sign up for Tawny's six week self mastery uh, course. Mm -hmm that yep. covers a lot of this and you can integrate this into your own lives rather than just hear us talk about it. Mm -hmm. And certainly you can reach out to us at those locations. We'd love to hear from you and chat with you. Absolutely. Uh, but until next time, mm -hmm. I'm JDK Winnikin. And I'm Tawny Santabria. Thanks for listening in. We'll see you soon. Mm -hmm. anymore. <laughs> oh, I do the live one too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theater. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit.